0: fellow investigators and welcome back to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i play the call of cthulhu role-playing game i'm your host tom raley our scenario is entitled the secret of castanegro and it was written by mark pettigrew and sandy peterson and it's part of a collection entitled ghastly adventures and erudite lore i'm your gm and this is episode two we have a really cool recap by ken trench as his character sam Steele. so that being said Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Ken?
1: It was October the 1st, 1925, that was yesterday, when Julius Lane contacted me to look for his cousin, missing, presumed abducted from Silver City, three or 400 miles away from here in Albuquerque. On the same day, three professors Disney, an archaeology prof, Haston, anthropology, and Harlow, who's researching the new science of forensic investigation, also contacted me and asked me to investigate the disappearance of another professor, Dr. William Godfrey. That's missing person number two. I got to three professors together t- yesterday, and as well as Julius Lane. I introduced him to the idea from the newspaper that there was another missing person, uh, a native from a small town of Castronegro, who disappeared and left his uh, room in La Polga, Dorado Hotel, Silver City, with all of his possessions, clothes, money. He's gone missing too. That's three missing persons in Silver City. Something in my gut is telling me something is wrong. I convinced the obnoxious Lane who hired me and the bookish professors to work together with me on the case to try and solve not one missing person but two, both the professor and David Lane. They agreed, which surprised me. After some investigation at Godfrey's Uh, office at the university where we met. The team went to Professor Godfrey's modest house in Albuquerque. We met his housekeeper Mrs Baines and who told us he often went back and forward to Silver City on his own personal interest in Indian culture. That may play a factor in this story. Interestingly we found a -38 loaded in his bedroom drawer. Lane helped find that. He may come in useful yet. The professor searched his study finding a strange German book. I couldn't read it, obviously. on a Spplatruten kalten, or something like that, with a strange note inside the book saying, "Latomba," the professors tell me that means a tomb." for a hundred bucks. That's one hell of a book and one hell of a price for a modest professor to pay. Lane and I took a short trip to the Albuquerque train station, catching the arriving train from Silver City that evening. Lane and myself spoke to Hans, a young German man, the conductor, who knew Professor Godfrey from his travels. We discovered he did get on a train to go home that night, back from Silver City. The young man remembers him looking like he had a little too much hooch and asking for a bus schedule to Negro. Strangely, the professor was in the company of two men, perhaps American Indians, the young man told us. But with green eyes, that's unusual. Hans, the young conductor, never saw the professor again and he didn't arrive in Albuquerque. Somewhere between Silver City and Las Cruces, the professor went missing. The professor acquis- professor's I'm working with acquisitioned the university truck to make a very long journey early the next morning, that's today, from Albuquerque to through Las Cruces to Silver City for the 300 plus mile trip. It was one hell of a journey. We took tents, extra fuel and extra water for the trip and for who knows what. Silver City is more like a small town in a city. It's, it was a long and hot trip. That Lane character threw up, he couldn't handle it. However, eventually when we got to Silver City, we took advantage of Lane's cousin's house. Turns out his housekeeper, Ag- Agapita Sanchez, who tells us the police believe that David, who has many lady friends and lots of socializing, she says the sheriff thinks uh, it's a ransom case. I'm not so sure. And here we are, gentlemen and ladies. And so the story begins.
0: All right. Well, it's obvious that Ken doesn't actually smoke.
2: <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> thanks, Ken. That was really good. All right. Let's let's begin. Uh, as I recall, you guys are in Silver City, and you are in David Lane's house. So, what do you want to do? You just asked. You just talked to Agapita. Um, take it away.
1: Yes, well, I I think uh, when I was talking to Agapita, uh, I wanted to start having a look about, and uh, just we'd already briefly just asked her um, about David Lane, and so we're looking for a bit more information if she has any. I think she didn't really tell as much. Yeah, she doesn't know.
0: She doesn't know too much, but um, the police were here, and uh, they did gather evidence. Not much.
3: Did they actually remove anything from the home?
0: No. She says, though, that there was something about some... She thought that they had said something about some footprints that had been outside.
1: Okay, well, I'm happy to go outside uh, with a torch uh, because I think this is late at night, if I remember, and uh, have a look about...
0: Well, unfortunately, it's it's been a couple of weeks now, so. Uh,
1: of course, sorry. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you know, you're going to look around the, the apartment?
4: Did my cousin have yeah. any possessions or anything that I would be aware of that um, I would want to make sure are still there? Any fa- family heirlooms or large quantities of monies or anything like that?
0: No, he was trying to be kind of independent. Um uh, there may have been a wall safe maybe with uh cash and stuff like that in it, but it's undisturbed, and you don't know the combo.
1: Well, um, I, I okay I want to head to any kind of uh, office type space library, somewhere we'd maybe keep documents, diaries, and things like that.
0: Well, he has kind of a, a little uh reading den. Um, doesn't really have an office he wasn't really an office person uh, it had it didn't work he had money um, uh, It's unremarkable you know there's uh, uh, there's a little place a, a comfortable chair uh, where he could sit and uh, and read books uh, but it seems like he had a um, a penchant for uh, you know, uh, modern or, or, or novels of the time, uh, f- uh, uh, fictional novels, uh, fantasy novels. He liked cowboys and Indians and stuff like that.
1: I'd like to
3: ask the the house uh, the housemate if. Mm-hmm. Is she had seen the two men with the long dark hair and the green eyes if they happen to be associates or made their presence known around the
4: the apartment here?
0: Um she hadn't seen anybody like that, no.
4: Okay. Is it too late to call it locksmith to try and get into that state?
0: Well, um you could try. It's a it's a dial lock though. It's a dial combo.
5: Okay. Um so
0: yeah. You might be able to figure it out.
4: Okay. I mean, sure. I'll give it a shot. See if I, like, you know, I'll put some family dates in. Maybe, you know, his birthday, my birthday combined, his first girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like that type of okay. his mother's.
0: Why don't you go ahead and do a luck roll? Sure. 36.
4: So that's under my luck.
0: Okay. Well, after you fiddle with it for maybe fifteen or twenty minutes, um, you hit a combination of uh, of like mo- your 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 his mom's birthday, uh, something like that, and uh, the thing opens up. There are a few stacks of cash, um, maybe a thousand dollars total. Um, there's a few papers, few documents. Uh, mostly just uh contracts and legalese stuff um for purchasing furniture and uh things like that nothing really telling or, or significant at all this is all still downstairs okay
4: um i go steal. come here yes yes boss Where does your loyalties lie exactly?
1: Uh, We need to, my loyalty loyalty lies to the money that you're paying me and let's get this job done. I want to take a look upstairs if that's okay, Julius.
2: That's
4: quite all right. I I take $500 and I put it down on the table and I go, and I hold the other 500 up and I just go, don't you forget my cousin is the priority here. Do whatever it takes. And I stuffed the other 500 into my pocket and give them 500 bucks.
1: I hear what you're saying. What well, that's tosser? Awesome. Yeah. Give him a pat on the back. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> what was that, by the way?
0: <laughs> All right. So um, what are the rest of you doing?
5: I want to get together with the other two professors and uh... – And uh, while they're up doing that, and uh, but and say, uh, gentlemen, uh, we've got two uh, prime sources for investigation in the morning. Uh, Of course, the uh, talking with the sheriff, Uh, see if we can get get, uh, some more information from him. We also have um, here in town, there's the uh, New Mexico Teachers College here, which is also combined with the local high school, and. uh, academic uh, establishment uh, if uh, want to find out any information from our missing comrade uh, that's the place to go because uh, without a doubt he he'd at least visit there if not maybe even give a talk or a lecture there in the evenings so somebody there would know what's going on and also with the high school situation not to be crass but um, that might be a uh, for the older students there in the high school and with uh, some of the uh, the uh, students at the college that might be a source for uh, getting information on uh, our other missing person right there as well considering that he had a prepen- uh thing for uh, young ladies
6: <clears throat> that's a good idea yeah I, I think any leads at this point would help
3: hmm. yeah I agree
5: I'd also suggest um our uh, our benefactor there uh hit the high school angle and we try and keep him away from the sheriff because uh I really do i really am concerned about uh about uh, him getting into a um uh, disagreement with uh law enforcement here um... okay so
0: um Uh, Sam and, uh, and Julius, uh, you're going to go upstairs or Julius. Yeah. I'm
4: going to, I'll go up with Sam too. You know, he he, he has to go. I'll, I'll direct him around.
0: I assume you, you the others are like in the the living room.
4: Yes. I'd like to go into
3: the, the the study or the den and just see if I can have another stroke of luck and perhaps, uh, move the right book again. I'll just kind of nose around.
0: Okay.
5: After um, my food service, I'm going to go ahead and go outside and start bringing stuff in, but I'm also going to keep an eye out for anybody who might be skulking around, keeping an eye on things outside.
0: Okay. All right. Let's, let's hit you one at a time. I'll, I'll do actually, you go outside <laughs> and uh, this is a fairly quiet neighborhood, but there are neighbors on either side of, of this townhouse. And uh, you can see lights on, you know, it's, it's just, the sun has just gone down. Um so people are probably fixing dinner and stuff like that. You can hear noises, you know, from the houses around. Um, but you don't see anybody skulking or anything like that. Okay. Um just as an offhand thing
5: while I'm prepping.
0: Okay. Um Hmm. let's see. uh, Uh 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 Gregor. Ah, uh, you go into the the study. Did you say? Sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'd like to go in and just take a look around. It it'd be a bit nosy. Yeah. It, okay. Seeing as how I, I got lucky and found a book in the last one that we weren't really expecting. Uh, go ahead
0: and go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. No. Yeah, you don't find anything. <laughs> okay. Um. And uh, 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 Sam and. Uh, Julius, you've gone upstairs. Um, There's a couple of rooms, but one is probably obviously his bedroom. Uh, Is that where you're going? Yeah. There's going to be a bathroom and stuff like that. Um, All right, you go into his bedroom, and everything is neatly made. The maid's obviously done her job. Um, uh, Why don't you go ahead and do a spot hidden for me?
1: I bumped my head on a wall.
4: 99. 30. That's half of my spot hit.
0: Okay, cool. So, uh, Julius, you are looking around, and the only thing that seems a little out of place is there is a book uh, setting next to On the Nightstand. Uh, Obviously, he was reading it, and... um, it looks when you get when you get closer to it, it looks like it's an Edgar Rice Burroughs story, uh, the Bandit of Hell's Bend, and uh, you notice that he's for a bookmark. Uh, he has shoved an old envelope into the book.
4: Okay, I give it the steel, and I say, "What do you make of this steel?"
1: Uh, obviously, this is from a, a father or friar, uh, Castro Negro Chapel, New Mexico. Interesting. That's where one of the missing persons in the, the, the newspaper story was from. Uh, so i open the envelope and take a look at the letter or anything that might be inside it. Is there anything inside?
0: There's nothing inside.
1: I slip it into my, my pocket. Okay. After having a look about if there's nothing else, I'm happy to go back downstairs.
0: Okay. Um, you spend probably another hour, or so looking around at things, and nothing really seems out of place or unusual.
1: I, su- I suggest to, to uh, Julius that uh, one of the things that was mentioned about David's social life was his interest in, in women and... But also the fact uh, there was a lot of socializing with neighbours, so I think the next port of call, depending on the time, Tom, uh, you know, would be to check the neighbours either side and maybe find out a little bit about what was going on socially.
4: Okay, sure. Uh, we'll why s- don't we go
1: do that now? It's it's a it's not too late.
0: No, it's, it's only about seven o'clock.
1: Yeah,
4: it's a perfect time. They, you know, these uh, people might be home from their work if that's what they do in this neighbourhood. So uh, let's go. Let's go check.
1: Sure.
4: I ask um, the the maid. Uh, what are the neighbors' names on either side?
0: Um, on the left side is Mr. Kent Mackey, and on the right side is Mrs. Nancy Down and her husband, Peter.
1: Okay. Okay, well, let's uh, take one of them, and either or doesn't matter. We could go to the Mackie's and see what's happening. Sure. to the Mackie's first.
0: Okay. It's a, it's a townhouse very similar to this one. Uh, little different decorations on the outside and stuff like that. The lights are on.
1: Okay. So- uh, we knock.
0: Yeah, hold on just a second. And uh, a man comes to the door, and he opens it up, and he says, yeah, can I help you?
4: Uh, charm to meet your acquaintance. Hi, my name is uh, Julius. I believe you uh, may have been acquainted with uh, my cousin. He lived uh, adjacent to you.
0: Uh, David was your cousin? Yes, he was. Hmm. Well, what's up?
4: Well, he's gone missing, and I was wondering if uh, you may know, uh, may have any information Mind you, anything may be uh, informative at the, at this point. Uh, have the police spoken to Um,
0: no, I wasn't aware of this at all. Um, when so, did he go missing? Uh,
4: I believe it was uh, what, at this point two weeks ago.
0: Oh, well, I, I was I wasn't here at that two weeks ago. I was uh I was traveling. Uh, I'm a I'm a traveling salesman. You see.
4: Interesting. Hmm. Uh, any of your servants or anything? Were they around by any chance?
0: Uh, no, I, I do my own, uh, housework. Hmm. Kind of a confirmed bachelor.
4: Ah, the good life. Um, me too. Um, uh, yeah, well, if, uh, you know, if anything's out of order, if anything comes that, you you know, you might know that, uh, you know, that may help them, my investigation for my poor cousin then uh, hmm. Please come over anytime. time. Let, let the maid know. Let myself know. Well, and anybody in the house can help.
0: Did he? Uh, did he go anywhere? I mean, what, 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 I don't know the details. What uh, did he just leave? Or
2: well,
4: uh, yeah, he's just not around, and he should be. So there mm-hmm. hasn't been any forced entry or anything, but uh, people Why reported I, that.
0: I don't really recall him disappearing for any length of time. I mean, he used to occasionally, you know, go away for, uh, oh, you know, maybe a week or two at the time if he was traveling, but, uh, you know, I was doing the same thing myself, traveling around, so we didn't always connect, but when he, he was always nice when I saw him.
4: Yeah. Any war stories you guys had together? Or, uh, no, no not, not
0: really. We weren't like friends or anything, no.
4: Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Well, like I said, if uh, you know, if there's any information that can lead to his uh, finding, I'd be more than happy to give a, a handsome reward, and I pull the five hundred dollars out and kind of put it back in my pocket.
0: Well, if I if I can think of anything, realize too that when you're offering the five hundred dollars, you're talking about like three years' salary at
4: this point in time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm super rich, so it means it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I'm like a Vanderbilt, you know what I mean? Like I'm like 500 bucks. Yeah, like well, my people, people, buddy. Will,
0: people will also lie their asses off for that kind of money. So,
4: oh know, yeah, no, I, Vanderbilt. I, am intentionally, yeah, I'm totally intentionally doing this. Yeah, you know, I'm an All ignorant, right. I'm, you know,
0: in anyway, my own yeah, little bubble. he bottle. says, he says, you know, I, I can't really think of anything. Uh, yeah, no. I know. I mean, so I've occasionally, we, I've occasionally seen him go in there with a the girl, but then, you know, why not? He yeah, wasn't a married uh, man, was he?
1: No, no.
0: No, I didn't think so.
1: I say, well, you know, the police are really taking this seriously. They may, they believe he may be abducted. So, um, abducted anything I told do, do you know if there's any regular friends he had, anyone you recognize, any names that you may know
0: hmm. or any
1: locations he was visiting?
0: No, 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 none, none that I can think of. I don't think he really had I never saw any, any any uh you know male friends go in there with him. I saw an occasional girl. Not usually the same girl either. I think he was just, you know, bachelor like me. Um Yeah, no.
1: Did we get that's, the
0: sense that I I, I I seem to recall one day. That I came home, and as I was walking up, I looked over, and there were a couple of strangers, you know. And he, and he kind of points, and he says, they were kind of like over there on the corner. And, you know, we don't usually get... This is a residential neighborhood. We don't usually get just random strangers. Um, Can you
1: describe them at all?
0: Well... There were it seems to me there were maybe three of them uh, they were kind of tall and lanky um they wore they wore suits but not not nice suits just everyday suits um, there uh, the clothing was kind of I guess I guess there was one of them kind of in a suit. The other ones were kind of in a baggy, they were kind of baggy clothes, like, like work people or, you know, uh, wouldn't happen
4: to be natives by any chance, would they?
0: What do you mean? Yeah, like a native Americans?
4: Yeah. Indians.
0: Um, No, I, I, you know, well, I think that they were, They, they, their skin was kind of pale. So I would say they weren't Indians okay they look kind of they could look kind of you know kind of sickly and white like some people who don't come out of the house much mm-hmm. um had dark hair um uh and one guy had leather boots i remember that uh, but i wasn't close enough to see much detail you know that that That's, struck me at the time it just kind of struck me as Odd. I thought maybe they were just door-to-door salesmen or something like that, but they weren't, like, moving around, and I didn't really give it that much attention. I walked in my door, and that was it, you know. And uh, how long ago was this? You said a couple weeks, three weeks? Yeah, yeah, a few weeks back. I'm sure David was still here then because, yeah, I'm pretty sure David was still here then, but probably around this if the time you're talking about that he disappeared, he could have been around that time.
1: See, as you as you're remembering back, do you does it, does it seem like one of the guys, the guy in the suit, was maybe in charge, and the other guys were maybe working with him or something like that?
0: Well, I I can't really say for sure, but yeah, I could see that one was definitely dressed better than the others, but. um... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, that's mm-hmm. really helpful.
4: Yeah, I really do appreciate yeah. it. Hopefully, it leads to something. I give him. I give him ten bucks.
0: <laughs> the. Uh, the uh, oh, that that's not necessary. He says, you know, the.
1: Is it not enough? The uh, one guy
0: I might have had a cane.
1: The one in a suit.
0: Yeah, I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. The way he was standing. I think he was leaning on something. Yeah.
1: And was this during the evening? Was this at night?
0: It was probably about 4 o'clock in the afternoon when I would have gotten home.
1: Okay. Well, that's really helpful. I really appreciate that.
0: Well, I hope you find him. I hope he's just out uh, carousing.
4: I would like nothing more than to find him at some brothel, to be completely honest. Do,
1: do, is there anything do, else do, I do, it, Is it a sense that that's, he's given us everything he's got? Is that the kind of sense? You know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I thank him. I shake his hands and say, you know, if you think of anything, uh, feel, feel free to let the the housekeeper know next door and we'll be in touch with her.
0: Okay. Sure. Thank you. All right. So you've you've asked him now what you want to do.
1: Other side over to
4: Nancy's and Peter's.
0: Other side. All right. Um, you knock on the door. Nancy and Peter. Nancy answers the door. Uh she's elderly. She looks like she's probably in her 70s. Um, her husband is obviously sentient, he's in the other room sitting on something. He's like, who's that? Who's at the door? <laughs> and she's like, there's some, there's some people here. They're asking about uh, uh, David from next door. And she's like, well, she says, uh, I, I certainly haven't seen him for a while. And the police did come and ask us. Um, I told them I said uh, the only uh, only odd people I've seen around here in the last three weeks were there were there were three men standing right over there. Now they would have been standing very close to her front yard, according to the other guy. She well, says I, I was I was getting ready to make dinner and I looked out the window and there were these three guys there and they just looked really strange.
1: Can you describe that at all?
0: Yeah, kind of tall and hunched over. Uh, they had black hair, really dark, and but their skin was really light. And uh, I'm pretty sure they had green eyes, all three of them. Uh, really rather striking green eyes, the way the light caught them. Uh, uh, two of them were dressed more like uh, farmers than anything else. And the other one was in a kind of an old-fashioned, like 1800s, late 1800s uh, suit. With a high collar and a, uh, I thought that was kind of strange. But you know, some people's taste in clothing hasn't changed much in the last fifty years. I'd it say he looked. I'd say he looked like he was probably in his fifties. The other two, it was hard to tell.
1: Uh, and he? Can you remember, ma'am, if he was standing with a cane?
0: Well, I didn't see a cane. He did have facial hair, though. Uh, rather, a rather nice and neatly trimmed into a little pointed beard and mustache.
1: And were, were they actually on your property, or were they just outside of where you are?
0: Well, it, they were standing right over there by that tree, and uh, I got the distinct impression that they were keeping an eye on David's property. Now, at the time, I really didn't think much about it. I thought maybe they were friends of his, and they were just waiting for him to show up but that's uh, that's what i told the police
1: and did your husband see them at all
0: oh uh, no my my husband doesn't much get out of his chair if he doesn't have to except to go to the bathroom and stuff like that oh and the footprints i pointed out to the 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 police the footprints
1: whereabouts were they would you mind showing us mhm what about she the says,
0: footprints she walks over and she says uh when i heard that um that david had gone missing and the police came i told them that the day after i saw those gentlemen which was probably about the time that he disappeared i saw i was going along the side of my house pulling some weeds and i noticed some footprints in the in the dirt there right underneath that window and and she sort of points out and it would be the window going into like david's downstairs and she says uh, there were uh, uh, they were kind of odd she says uh, uh, the first one uh, looked like a man's shoes probably like David's shoes and uh, they they were like a regular regular man's shoes Uh, the second one was barefoot like somebody had been standing there with no shoes on at all and the third one uh, it looked like a big old boot print except there was a, a sort of a cross shape in the heel in the dirt very distinctive very strange
4: looking as in like there was a cross in like chiseled out of the heel so like it made an
0: um, like okay. it made a pattern in the ground, as if yeah. if you were to look at the bottom of his heel, it would have been a, a cross like this, going across the heel. I had not seen a a heel like that on a man's shoe.
1: That's certainly unusual. Can can we actually see anything left, or is it just the ground's just?
0: Oh no, because it's uh, there's been you know light rains in the last couple of days, and and yeah, there's there's nothing left of that, but. I did show it to the police. and They they looked at it. I think they took pictures
4: of it. Well, the important thing, dear, is that you saw it. And you told us. Thank you so much. Well, I do hope
0: you find him. He was a nice boy. He was. He was a nice boy.
4: I've grown quite fond of him over the years. They had bad teeth,
0: too.
1: They had bad teeth?
0: Yeah. There was one of them that uh, they were obviously talking to one another, and I just noticed my god, that teeth of yellow, yellow and big, big buck teeth,
4: uh, rotted or just unkept.
0: Uh, I think, I think just unkept, but it's kind of big, like, um, I don't know how to describe it, like they were, um, you know, buck teeth, buck toothed, uh, you know. Big teeth.
1: Were they playing banjo? <laughs> we
4: don't need them no
2: stinking badges.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. We really, really appreciate this. This uh you're, you're being extremely helpful. Um is there anything else at all unusual about that time that you feel, or is anybody been to the house since that time that you've noticed
0: mm. no no i've seen agapita going in and out mm. um i i i i imagine she thinks that he's going to come back but it's been this long now and he didn't say anything about where he was going or <sighs> if if those those men abducted him which is kind of what i was thinking since the footprints and the, the window and
2: well, yeah, strangely enough, man. Let's...
0: All right, thank you. She doesn't really have anything else beyond that.
1: I want to take a, a little look around where she described them standing at the the tree, uh, and just have a little scout about in case there's maybe been anything left or items or objects or anything like that. Yeah.
4: I'll go on the inside and do the opposite. So you check the inside, outside Steel, and I'll go in and I'll check the inside. So, okay.
0: Sure. Um, Steel, do a, a spot hidden.
1: Oh, my Lord. No. 97.
0: Yeah, it's been wet. It's been damp. Anything that's left there, you think that you might see what might have been the impression of that heel, except that it's just too... Deteriorated by now.
1: Okay. I'm uh, and
0: sorry. I'm sorry. And inside the house, you don't see anything either.
1: Okay. Can we check around uh, on the outside? Can we check around that window, the windowsill? Is there any markings on the windowsill or anything like that?
0: Mm-mm. Nothing.
1: And no okay, well, damage to the window or?
0: It doesn't look like it. Now yeah, I'm, um I'm in 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 this neighborhood um, there's relatively no crime. Uh, people often just leave their front doors unlocked and their windows unlocked. They don't so
4: yeah, I have a software. Yeah. Would it be anything unusual? All
0: right.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm happy to go in and see what the professors are up to after all that.
0: All right. What are the professors up to? <laughs> You said you were moving your stuff into the
6: house.
5: Yeah, everybody's stuff, kind of, kind of, going out and securing the car, and then bringing everything in.
6: Okay. Do we know David's occupation?
0: Uh, David's independently wealthy. His occupation was no occupation. He's a dilettante, like yeah. Mr. Like the other Mister Lane in our presence. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
4: He's in I, mean, I, I do mention.
3: Uh, when everybody gets back together i I, I mentioned you know this this name uh joaquin is bouncing around in my in my mind and something about a la pulga dorada hotel here in town and and for some reason i can't connect uh whether or not that had to do with um with mr lane or 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 dr godfrey yeah anybody else here remember us hearing about that recently
0: It's in the oh, newspaper articles.
1: Sure, it was in a newspaper. Uh, there's no connection that we know of. Um, uh, the man went missing and left all his possessions in the hotel.
3: Was well, he the third party then?
1: Yes. Okay.
3: Oh. I apologise. I was just kind of getting it all mixed up there.
1: Um, the the date-wise, that that is the most recent disappearance it was the 28th of September. So that was like about three or four days ago. And David Lane was the 18th of September and uh, Professor Godfrey was the 16th of September.
3: Well, if we keep coming up empty handed, maybe that's
1: a, a spot for us to check out then tomorrow. Yeah, I think so.
4: So what is the plan for tomorrow, gentlemen?
5: Well, uh, what I what I suggested talk with the professors while you guys were out and uh, back and forth. Uh, we have two major uh, sources of uh, investigation uh, in town. Uh, we have the sheriff, which uh, I've already been making plans to uh, go talk with since I'm a uh, I'm connected with the Albuquerque Police Department. I figure it'd be a little bit, um, shall we say, uh, easier for me to to. Talk with them about about the situation, and than, uh, than most. Um, we also have the local uh, well; it's the uh, state um, teachers college here, which is connected with the uh, with the uh, Silver City uh, High School, and uh, that's another place to go check out. Considering that uh, our guy, uh, Professor Gottfried, was a uh, academic, um, I that would be the place he would be uh, going to uh, here locally in town for sure um not to mention that uh, since it is a college there are uh there you know there are young ladies there uh looking to uh looking to uh get a degree and uh, that might be a source for um your uh cousin there to uh look for
4: um well, companionship. well i was not gonna be Vaginas? Is this what you're talking about, man? <laughs> Maybe in a yes. education. Damn it, he's not an idiot.
5: Well, I was trying to be—I was trying to be humble about the situation. Why
4: can't we go to the police now? Do they close the police in this town or something?
5: Well, the sheriff's probably home having dinner, and whoever's on on duty there is uh, probably can't tell us much of anything.
4: Did not it's it's best to hit him them during, them? we could call him. It's the 20th century, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I would
5: personally not like to inconvenience the sheriff. I mean, it, he's probably going to be one of our best sources for information here. And uh, the less inconvenience we get, we give him the better. I mean, we're talking. We're not talking about city police here, who can jump at at a at a moment. Here, we're talking about you know local law enforcement. I mean, in the sticks. I mean, it's, it's they probably don't want to be bothered at, if they could be. Held. At
4: four thirty in the evening. How can anyone be bothered at four thirty in the evening? It's impossible. I think your I,
5: <laughs> I think your watch stops, oh. sir. It's it's already seven thirty.
4: God damn it! I paid twenty thousand dollars for this watch. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. Smash it. Well, I suppose 7.30 in this podunk town might be a little late. Yes. Let's call him anyways. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. If you, if, you, I, 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 if you feel it's the best thing, then, then by all means, we, we can talk. Probably, in the
5: morning. probably for now until we establish a rapport with him, and then we might be able to get away with calling him after hours. I mean, we don't have much other than we're here so doing some investigating. And uh,
4: and you know, know this means
5: personally? No, but I've dealt with a lot of the local sheriffs of uh in in the state and stuff um uh, back and forth working with the police department, and well, you know, they like to have their time i mean we are in we are in the middle of nowhere, and unless there's some reason for them to be out and about they they don't they don't really take too kindly for their their evenings to be messed up.
4: So you're saying these rural folk are lazy? Is that, his, is that what you're saying? No, they're more laid back.
5: Genteel. And somebody coming in and just just bothering, bothering them without a good excuse.
4: Like a loved one. Or an immediate excuse. On on I understand.
5: Well, they already they already know he's he's gone, and potentially, and they've come up with this this scenario of him being kidnapped. We just be tro, tro- troding over a ground that's already been uh, established.
4: I, I couldn't agree with you more. I I I, I, I agree with you one hundred percent, sir. Yeah. I I don't really know these people. This is my first time here. Uh, besides buying property, I don't really deal with them usually. Uh, when I do that, there, yeah. uh, the people aren't happy to see me to begin with, so.
0: Uh-huh. Is it your guys' intention to stay here?
4: Yeah. I th- thought that was the plan. Okay. Because this is a podunk town, right? Is there anything going on besides... Uh-huh.
0: It's not. It's not.
5: Maybe a few few cantinas and stuff, but uh, I don't think really much as they have anything's going on unless there might be something going on at the college. But I don't know if it, one way or another, if anything's happening there tonight.
0: Well, and we're still in prohibition, so
4: yeah. So
0: you could find a speakeasy if you wanted to do that, but this is a pretty small. I most likely there's going to be some a speakeasy here somewhere.
4: Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, and, it, in in my understanding, there were more speakeasies than bars. Like Manhattan or something like that, had like five thousand speakeasies where it didn't have that many bars to begin with. So
0: there's yeah, and in, in some places like Boston and, and, and New York, there were a lot of places you could hide uh, a speakeasy. In yeah. a smaller town, it's not so easy to do.
5: Well, you also you also have to understand, sir, that you know uh, the while we are in the midst of prohibition here, um. We're we're out, out in the middle of nowhere here, uh, essentially, and quite frankly, people really don't care what some guys in Washington are coming up with right now, and stuff. So they're oh, a little. I'm going bit... agree
4: more with that. So no, maybe no. little... I crack open my flask. I go, "There's this thing. Have you ever tried it? It's called scotch." And I give some to steal.
0: <laughs> there's there's actually probably plenty of alcohol in the house.
4: Yes. Oh, excellent. So yeah, get some ice, start pouring drinks for everybody. Oh, I mean, senorita, come here, make us some drinks, please. And I go sit down. (laughs) What would you like, senor? Uh, Whiskey with a uh, touch of a uh, water.
0: Okay. She gives you whatever you want. In fact, she's also, she's going to fix dinner, so she's fixing you guys dinner.
1: While Julius is uh, acting like an ass I say say Harlow um, uh, yes. it might be some, might be something of interest for the forensics uh your forensics interest tell them about the the footprints right. um we can always go out and have a look if it, if it's of interest to him but I also showed yeah the the envelope that we got upstairs with the re- the reference to I didn't get the name guys I, I didn't take a note of the names here. So uh hmm. so maybe you can help us with that um so tell them about the Castro negro envelope the address okay
5: is
1: this is the second see, time intri- Yeah.
5: yeah second, second time, time Castro
1: negro. yeah yeah the other one was the the other missing person that so far we don't know any any connection but there seems to be something going on here you know
6: noticed. I recognize that last name. That's the same... That's Joaquin's last name.
5: Really? By Joe, if you're Bill,
6: right. Vilhelya? Bill I don't know how to say it. Vilhelya? Valela, Valela Pereira. Valela Pereira. I wonder... Hmm. Well, you're saying he was a father. Would it, Would that mean he wasn't married? So it might not be his son. It might be... His brother, father. Uh,
1: well, the address is a chapel, so I think it's like the priest.
5: Could be like, that sounds about right.
1: Yeah.
5: Or or he he could be a visiting. He may not be the resident priest, but he could be uh, visiting, uh, and staying at the at the chapel there because uh, more often than not, visiting priests and, and uh, clergy do tend to, to stay at the
1: at the uh, houses of worship. So here's a question why would david lane have an envelope with the name of a priest which relates to a completely different individual who's also gone missing
4: and was david religious at all no i have Mm. no idea we hate the church (laughs) well you gotta
5: understand the uh (laughs) that the uh, church out here is and it's still a very influential force spe- uh, especially amongst the uh indians and the uh, hispanic population and uh i mean they're they're considered uh on the level of town elders if not more so so it, w- it wouldn't surprise me that he's he's uh got a dialogue going with uh, this guy
3: and the church also has its fingers in our educational institutions out here yeah uh, they've definitely contributed I to building this
4: how do you get Not as much man. as it used to,
3: but they do.
1: And professors, both neighbors also noticed uh, three strangers around the time David went missing. One man dressed, mm-hmm. uh, some facial hair like a little goatee, um, a suit and two stranger looking guys, a bit rougher. Buck teeth, really kind of strange. Hmm. Green eyes. Um, which was also something that the young uh, conductor mentioned. Uh, yeah. he, he felt they may be Indian people or something like that that, that were with uh, the professor on the train before he went missing. There seems hmm. to be a lot of connections here. Dark hair, green eyes. Interesting.
6: Uh, I just thought something else, but I don't want to mitigate is, is it safe to assume you're going to share the other footprint stuff with us?
1: Sure. Yeah.
6: yeah. Uh you mentioned something that just caught my attention that if they if she saw cross marks in his boots, maybe that's the father. Huh. But why he would be snooping around the window, that doesn't make a lot of sense either.
0: Does anybody have um an occult? I'm I'm counting occult as religion. I
6: feel like well, I any, know this story from somewhere
0: would any of you know about
6: Catholicism? Uh, it's like right on the tip of my brain.
4: It all depends if I'm Boston Irish or not Irish.
5: <laughs> I got a basic cult.
3: My ideology uh, and beliefs are based in a very superstitious Catholic uh, background.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's then you would know this. You don't even have to roll for it. Um, uh a uh, Roman Catholic would have an aversion to stepping on a cross. So putting a cross on your heel, that would be extremely insulting. Like It would be like walking on Jesus or, you know.
3: Every step is on the cross.
0: So for him to be a Catholic priest and be doing that would be un- 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 unthinkable.
4: bit of a dick move.
5: Could it could it be these boots were were designed like on the heel to um, for traction because I know that some of the newer boots that have been coming out here have been working with like patterns and, and hatching and stuff especially the the rubber sole boots that have been coming out in the past few years um, to allow better traction uh, especially in a work environment without
0: actually seeing it you don't have any way of knowing uh-huh. okay.
1: So gentlemen, I've got two suggestions here. I I think Harlow's right. I think he should go and see the chief of police. Um, I'm happy to accompany him, but I think we have a direct uh, line of inquiry here over the uh, La La Palga Dorado Hotel, from which this connection name, the the chap that has gone missing. I think we need to check this out. Looks like
5: we got three places to, to look.
6: Hey, Tom, uh, can I ask, can I, ask? Mm-hmm. I can't quite make out the postage stamp mark. It looks like August 28th. Is that uh, important or is that, am I reading too much into it?
0: Um, I don't remember when I made it. Okay. Yeah, maybe August. Yeah, I think I did make it that. It's not that, well, I don't know whether it's, I'm not going to tell you whether it's important
6: or not. In other words, did you just grab that off the internet kind of thing? Am
0: I? No, I think I actually put it there, but I wanted it to be a couple of months ago.
6: Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out that it's fairly recent. It's not that long. All
5: right. Well, before dinner comes on board here, I'm going to uh, go outside and have a look at the uh, windowsill.
0: Okay. There's nothing on the window.
5: Grab side. a flashlight and go outside.
2: Yeah.
0: You kind of, I think you guys already did that, but there's nothing there.
2: Okay.
5: There's... I don't find
1: anything particular
6: no did she say when they saw them at the window
1: yes she said about the time that david went missing
6: i'm wondering if he went missing and then they just started looking around so they were just looking in the window to see if he was home
0: um everything that they said seemed to indicate that they saw those guys and then david went missing Oh,
1: okay. I think if David's been abducted, we've found our men, three of them.
4: Seems likely. They had something to do with uh, our man on the train, too. So he may have gotten into something that he shouldn't have. Now, uh, looking through his library, is there any indication that there's... Like, I'm trying to get a feel of where his head's at. Like can I, you know, maybe some of the books he's reading or some of the collections he has, or um, well,
0: from his collection of books, mostly he liked to read fiction. Um, he liked he in particular he liked westerns, uh, and he liked things. Um, uh, he liked a little bit of sci-fi. He saw J- Jules Verne and and. Uh, It's a little bit of HG Wells in there. Um, He also seemed to have a little bit of interest in, uh, uh, like, um, southwestern history, um, uh, how the how this part of the country was developed. uh, Once you know we had started taking over things, though the white man had started taking over things. Mm -hmm. A mild interest, maybe, in some Indian stuff, but then who doesn't in this in this part of the country? Um, and there are a few books on occult subjects like, uh, ghosts and hauntings and, and things like that. Uh, but nothing really out of the ordinary for a person's library.
4: Okay. All right. And these books that are on the occult, they're more like pop culture around. books from the occult, right. They're
0: kind of the things that you know were popular 20 years ago and um, things that like you find you can find them in the, you can find them in the public library. Yeah. Okay. All
2: right. Okay.
0: All right. So you guys have dinner. Uh, after dinner do you want to do anything? you
4: going to wait until tomorrow. Before bed, I'm going to dig into this uh, book again.
0: Okay. It's just a standard s- copy, copy of H- of uh, um, what's his name? Jules Verne's.
4: Oh, I'm at the German book.
0: Oh, the German book.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: it's proving very difficult, but uh, go ahead and do a, a, a language roll for German.
4: But
0: double zeros or nines? Double zeros
4: or zero? Yeah, double zero. I got a nine then. Sweet. Zero nine. Yeah. Well,
0: okay. well, you're getting the gist of parts of it, and it's pretty pretty dark. It's talking about various uh, religious cults, uh, usually religious cults that are dealing with um, the more the the more dark stuff. These aren't just like Christian denominations. These are. These are secret societies and underground cults, um, but you're just skimming the surface. You're not really getting names. You're not really getting information because it, it'll take you a while. It'll take you. Right, right. It's probably going to take you weeks to get anything out right. of this.
4: And I'm just going to keep at it. You know, like that's just going to be my free time when I'm not dealing with people. I'm going to have the book out, kind Okay. How about the rest? What oh, was the name of the book again? I'm just having a hard time finding where the whole other handouts are.
0: Una, Sprechlich, and Coulton. Of course. Write that down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
4: going. It, it'll be phonetically.
0: <laughs> nameless Nameless
4: cults is what that would yeah. translate into. <laughs> nameless cults, that's
1: easier. Over uh, dinner, I kind of direct a bit of conversation towards the professors and say, my, my gut tells me I need to get along to this hotel. I think evening would be a good time because Evening staff might be on. They might be able to tell us a little bit more when this guy went missing. If anyone wants to join me, I want to pop along and see who's on. I'd definitely be up for that. Up for that. Okay. I, I, that. I
4: f- finish my drink and then pull out like my gun. You know, sh- sounds great. Is this appropriate? Is this a good enough gun for this?
0: Watch where your point is. It's 1920s. Everybody this carries Yeah. guns are kind of a status symbol it's probably got a pearl handle and
1: yeah it's gorgeous so maybe let one of the professors drive if they want to seen as it's their vehicle or the the university vehicle and And i uh, am drunk and julius perhaps you should stay and just enjoy a few more drinks
4: no i think i'll come
1: i kind of look at the professors
4: I'm like huh. filling up my I'm filling up my uh my flask.
0: <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> all right. So you're all gonna drive over there? Sure, I'll drive. All right. You drive across town and um you pull up into um kind of a seedy little hotel. Um it's like three stories high. Uh, it's mostly white on the outside, uh, no real decorations. Looks like a cheap hotel. Not not a sleazebag bag hotel, but an inexpensive hotel. and there's an office there's a, a manager's office down at the bottom.
1: Excuse me. So over to the manager's office.
0: Uh, there's nobody at the desk, but there is a little bell.
1: Okay, ring the bell.
0: All right. After a couple of seconds the door opens and uh uh a gentleman comes out. He's he's just dressed in a wife beater t-shirt. Um, I mean, he's got pants on. But uh he he comes out and he says, "Yeah." He says, "Uh it's kind of late."
1: I say, "Well, uh, we we're, we're investigating the disappearance of one of your customers. I'm sure the police have already spoken to you." Um and I give the name, which I won't bother trying to say and uh we are following some leads just now and this is a connection to perhaps more other disappearances of other people so i i asked for the name and ask if any information on the series of events or any anything that the police so, so you
0: guys about. are you guys are like detectives huh okay yeah well i had told the police you know i, I don't really know anything um you're you're talking about mr uh valela uh, Pereira. He was a young kid. Um, uh, I'd say he was probably, you know, no more than twenty. Kind of, kind of pale, sickly looking, uh, dark hair, green eyes.
1: Hmm. I said, (laughs) "You
0: the owner's name, by the way, is Carl."
1: Uh, Carol, do you do you know? Um, uh, was he staying with you long, or has he stayed with you before this, young man?
0: He'd only stayed with us for a couple of weeks, but he was he was kind of he was renting the place indefinitely. Um, uh, he disappeared. He left all of his stuff. Uh, the police took it back to the the station with him. Um, do you ever they, see
3: him have guests here?
0: Oh, no, 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 not that I can remember.
3: Has anybody occupied the room since uh, since he's gone missing?
0: Oh, uh, actually, no, we're kind of slow right now. Nobody's, uh, uh, nobody's moved in.
4: Well, why don't we rent that room so we can go up and take a look at it, if you don't
1: mind. Carl?
4: You want to rent the room? Sure, we'd like to go take a look.
1: I say i I, I cannot say whisper to Julius say Julius you don't need to pay for everything sometimes you can just ask
0: why well, I, I, I can show you the room um uh he said and, and he gets his keys and he says you know follow me uh he says but there's there's nothing there
4: and it's cleaned out we'll clean um, it out uh, I I cleaned it out. Oh. Find anything interesting while you were cleaning it out?
0: Nothing at all. Like I say, the police took everything. And he opens up the door and shows you. And it's just a... kind of a plain, dumpy little room. Just a one-bedroom. What it says, floor is this on? It's on the second floor, and... uh he he says that you know there's there's no bathroom in the room. You gotta go down the hall. So it's a shared bathroom.
3: Okay. Was it a long walk from the from the office?
0: Not really.
5: Well, they're doing that. I'm gonna slip away and start poking around outside the uh hotel, looking around, see anything's going on. I'll take a flashlight with me and
0: Okay, you go outside. Um you look around, you're out there for maybe 20 or 30 minutes. You don't see anything. Um, there's trash cans in the back. Uh, there's an alley. The alley's not really, you know, a clean place, but it's not, not really dangerous or scary. Um, upstairs, there's really almost nothing at all to see in the room. Um, uh, the guy says, uh, you know, he was, he was kind of a quiet guy. He didn't talk much uh kind of kind of furtive kind of secretive um but he paid his rent so
3: do you know how he made a living
0: i I have no idea
1: i'll take a quick stroll down down the corridor towards the bathroom and just kind of kick the door nudge the door open and have a quick glance about
0: okay it's obviously a shared restroom it's pretty much bare, except, you know, people bring their stuff there, they brush their teeth and stuff, and then they take their stuff back to their rooms.
4: While they're talking to um, the, the landlord here, I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing and start looking around the room for clues, like tapping on the wall and looking under the bed, kind of like if a mime was doing an impersonation of somebody, that's kind of what I look like doing it. Okay. Do
0: a... Uh, um. Do a uh, spot hidden.
4: Um, nope. Over by three. Okay. You don't see anything. How is the room heated?
0: Uh, there's uh, steam heat. There's a, a radiator. Like a
3: radiator? Mm-hmm. I just real carefully look around the radiator and probably the window sill just case anything slipped into a crack or a crevice somewhere.
0: Okay, do a spot hidden for me. No. Yep, you don't find anything. It's a radiator. Okay. <laughs> it produces heat. So, oh, all right. um, that's it. You don't find anything. Did you
6: say the police took everything? Yes. What did they take?
0: Oh, uh, they took the kids' clothes and, and anything else he had in here in the drawers. I don't know everything that was in there. They took the stuff.
6: Okay. And was Tom everything... Ryan, go- Sorry, one more question. Uh, I'm just remo- wondering if my character remembers. Uh, did William have green eyes? Who's William? The guy we're looking for?
0: Oh, your professor? No. Yeah, okay. Did he have a cane? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, no, your, your professor, he was, he was a little pudgy, um, uh, balding, uh, kind of short, but, uh, kind of energetic, full of energy constantly was, uh, you know, getting into stuff. <laughs> Rather likable.
1: I asked the owner and um, was there anyone else that checked in around the same time as, as this young man or shortly after?
0: Well, I got the I got the the books downstairs. I don't think so, though. Like you I said, it's been kind of, kind of mind slow mind. this last six months or so. Okay. I was lucky to get well, him slow. as a, as a tenant, so I'm I'm kind of sad that he disappeared.
4: And you haven't had any significant conversations with this poor boy.
0: Hmm. Other than you know when he paid his rent. Said, "Here's the rent." Uh, he uh, he wasn't kind of the kind of person who even said hello when he walked in the door, so he well, just he kind of kept to himself. I'm sorry, Anything
6: professor. Do a vehicle?
0: I don't think so. No, Jeff. What was your question?
6: Uh, I apologize, Professor Gregor. I think I interrupted you before. Did I cut you off? Question.
3: I am curious. Um, did he have to provide any sort of references or last, um, you know, last known address kind of thing? When, when <laughs> not, when
0: no, he not up hotel. here. Not in this kind of hotel. I take okay. what I can get. Okay, that's understandable. I've I've occasionally rented by the hour. No. <laughs>
2: Interesting.
4: And will would you? any of those women uh, that rent by the hour be available? By any chance?
0: No, you didn't hear it from me.
4: And I pull out a five bucks. I'm like, but I did hear it from you.
0: Uh, no, I don't have any information
4: for you. <laughs> but I'll take your five bucks anyway. <laughs> I'm like, I fight him for it. No, like, no. Nope, nope. I want the hookers or you don't get the money. <laughs>
6: What do you Fun. what do you call the uh the book the, reg- the registration book is it?
0: Uh yeah, registrar- I guess. Yeah.
6: Would he would he be would he allow us to look at the book? Sure, he
0: turns it around lets you look at it. Any other names? Um, you know, over the past 6 months maybe two or three names, one of them being uh, uh Joaquin uh, Valela Pereira.
1: Professor Just Godfrey's a- name doesn't show up. It yeah, does not, and uh, does David back? Lane.
0: Uh, no, there's no. There's no Alonzo. Uh, okay. Vallela Pereira.
1: I, 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 think we're probably done here, gentlemen. Okay. Shall we head back and make a start in the morning?
3: Yeah, it sounds like we really need to hit the the sheriff's office. Agreed.
0: All right, so then we're going to assume that you're going to hit the sheriff's office tomorrow and you're going to go back to the the house and relax this evening. Is there anything that you want to do this evening before you go to bed?
4: Is there an attic in the house? In a base or a basement cuz um there is
0: a basement. Uh it's used it's just got boxes of storage and stuff like that. Um Things that are dusty, nothing, nothing really of any importance. There is no attic that you know of. It's a, it's, a, it's a, like a townhouse. There might be a little crawl space, but but nothing more. Looks like nothing's been up there. If you if you peek, there's nobody's been up there for years and years and years. There's cobwebs. Okay. Um, I would like all of you to do two spot hidden rolls.
5: made both uh, general successes
1: a a general success and uh, a hard success or an extreme sorry
4: yeah, I missed one and got a a hard success. Hard's half, right? Yes.
3: Okay. Oh, I think and I'm step. really I'm really sleepy. I, I I failed one and then my second roll was an I Oh. oh. You already
0: won so, a
6: bit.
0: So yeah, if you uh uh if uh, so, Sam, you're the one who got an extreme and a regular. Did anybody beat that? No. All right. You guys are all kind of fiddling around. Some of you are getting sleepy, obviously. You're thinking about going up to bed and all that. And Sam, uh, you you wander in uh, to the place where um, where David would sit and read. And um, there's nothing out of the ordinary, but you're sitting there, and you you kind of sit down in the chair. And for some reason, your hand just sort of goes over to the side, and uh, there's a newspaper. Um, When you pull it out, uh, it's not from two weeks ago. It's actually fairly recent. It's uh, September 28th, I believe. And uh, uh, you find this article... It's not circled or anything. You do get the impression that maybe Agapita changes the newspaper and throws out the old ones, but she hasn't done that in a while. But this article pops out in your head. Do you want to read that? Can you see it Okay.
1: mutilations continue to puzzle. The most recent chapter in the continuing mystery of the New Mexico cattle killings concerns rancher Carlos Montoya who lost 92 heads of cattle between the 8th and the 19th of September here on his ranch by the isolated town of Saltamontes. This has been the largest single loss ever attributed to the unseen cattle butchers. The cattle were found scattered across Mr. Montoya's ranch with all of their tongues and genitalia physically torn from their bodies, along with other signs of trauma. This is some backwater. Montoya has been so affected by this grim occurrence that he sold his ranch at a price considerably lower than one would expect. During a short interview, he said, I have pretty strong notion who's been slaughtering my herd, but I have no desire to stir up a hornet's nest. It ain't worth it, People might think me a coward, but I have my family to consider. I'm getting the hell out of this place and ain't looking back. Montoya went on to say that he'd been planning for some months to move to Portugal, but the recent catastrophe spurred him to sell low and move immediately. For the last two years, occasional mysterious cattle mutilations have been occurring on the local ranches, but generally no more than one or two cows have been killed in a month. The newest occurrence may signal a possible upsurge in this strange chapter in the american southwest that is some story
5: that is interesting
1: and the 19th between the 8th and the 19th of september
5: that wasn't too long ago
1: that's That's that's, that's a lot of cattle 92 cattle
5: that is quite a bit, but what has me interested? Mutilations, specifically the tongues and genitalia. That I, 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 there's been a lot of rustling stuff, and you know, I've heard stories that you know that you know cows be killed for, uh, you know, some kind of retribution amongst ranchers and stuff, or you know, rustling and that sort of thing. But this is not common. This is not. What they'd usually do, they'd usually just kill a cow, a cow or rebrand it or, or something like that. This is, this is very odd. Seems like the more we look into what's going on here locally, you get more and more odd stuff happening. I mean, disappearing people, mutilated cattle in ways that you'd not expect. Hornet's nest indeed. I'm wondering if we're not stepping into something here.
1: Well, I'm glad I brought my rifle, my. Shotgun, I'm kind of curious ministers. to see the.
5: Well, I'm kind of curious to see what these cat, what's going on with these cows. I just, uh, you know, this is a, this is kind of along. Uh, my, kind of like my expertise here.
2: And Are you a natural
4: historian?
5: I am to a degree, yes. And this is this does not sound like like any kind of. Uh, you know, rustlers or uh, deaf cows in trouble. This sounds. This is very odd. I mean, especially cows. Cows are are a commodity. I mean, they. You know, you're you're unless they really were trying to make somebody was trying to make a point uh, in a specific way. This this is something that no one would would do to cows. I mean, somebody – it sounds like somebody's trying to make a point here uh, for something. Um, really, really kind of, I dare say, terroristic action on this on this part.
3: Well, if they just wanted to put him out of business and kill his cattle, that's one thing. You're right, though, to, to take that extreme and to go f- for these particulars with the tongue and the genitalia, that's that's a whole other level there. That's uh, You're right, I mean, there's I, something very odd about that. That's not just wiping I, out a man's livelihood.
5: Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories of of, of cows being um, of being you know mutilated, but it'd be like one cow, like you'd find a cow all chopped up or something like that. At the at the most extreme, uh, but like this, and the fact that you know a rustler or a rancher and stuff who wants to you know point would usually steal the cows as opposed to doing something specific like this. And all these cows have the same. Mutilation, according to this article here. This is, this is. I mean, this is strange. I mean, like I said, missing people, strange mutilations in cows. This
3: something's going
5: on here. Guys. Does anybody
3: know where this city is that, that they mentioned in the article?
0: Saltamontes? Montes.
5: Um, it's 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 a backwater town, as far as I know.
3: Did we pass it on our way here? Or could it perhaps be on the way to, you know, if we decide to go to Castronego?
0: It's, it's probably, you know, within a, a 40 or 50 miles of here, but not necessarily in the same direction okay. as Castronego. Huh. Actually, let me see if it was on the map.
1: Well, it certainly sounds like to me that somebody was trying to drive them off the property. Yeah. For
2: uh, well,
5: they're making a pretty darn good point. There's uh, there's a lot of easier and more uh, efficient ways of doing that than this oddity. True. Some, some, something's going on here. This is, like I said, it's just the more we, we look into this, uh, you know, our missing fellows and stuff and the missing kid and now these cows being mutilated in an odd way.
3: But these cows don't necessarily seem tied to uh our, our missing uh, friend and family here though, do they?
5: Not that we know of right now, but I mean isn't it kind of odd that we're we're missing a professor, a dilettante, and um and some local uh worker kid? A little bit more than usual oh, sure. in a sleepy town like
3: this. Oh, I give you that. I just yeah my my only concern is that we don't get distracted from you know from potentially uh, saving lives if these men are just in need of help in some place
5: No, I, I do agree with you there. I mean it but this this is something just to keep in mind. I would say but I do agree. I think we need to stick to uh, stick to our guns stick to uh, what we're here for and then I, I Would like to look into this further when we're done with this job. This just this just just has my attention
4: So Tom this this piece of property that was mentioned in, in the article and mm-hmm. I aware that it has any inherent value since that's my whole point of being in New Mexico is buying property.
0: Uh, it's apparently already been sold to somebody else.
2: Okay.
4: At way below the, the, the price. Okay. So that seems in, in my mind, uh, well in, in, in Julian's mind, I'd imagine he'd look at that as a tactic. Like, you know, it's crazy and gross, but you know a little too more extreme than I would take it to put the pressure on, you know, the screws to their feet. But
0: it's it's most likely that um, most of the large areas around here are going to be cattle ranch, and. If you were going to buy the property, you'd probably be putting in a cattle ranch. So, <laughs> yeah, it seems a little unlikely that you would murder cattle to uh, just get somebody to sell
4: their property. Well, there's a... In the 20s, there was an oil thing happening in New Mexico that had a boom. So, that's what I was wondering if that was connected mm-hmm. at all. Um, I don't know. Can I make some contacts out east uh, and see if they have any interest in the property for um, do their oil surveys or anything like that? The geological surveys. Uh,
0: you can try.
4: Okay, and it's, it w- it would be fine because the call now I'd imagine because it won't be too late out there.
0: It'll be Maybe three just- hours later. Yeah, so it's it's the middle of the night okay. for them
4: out there. Oh right, right, right. Okay, gotcha. All right, so it's all the way to the morning.
1: See gentlemen, the 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 real mystery here is that this newspaper is from the twenty eighth of September and David, whose house we're sitting in right now, disappeared on the eighteenth of September, ten days before Mm
2: -hmm.
1: this this newspaper was printed. So I, I want to Tom, I want to go and speak to Agapita and see if she knows where the newspapers come from.
0: Um She says that she puts them in there. Uh, That's where he, where Mr. David liked them.
1: And have you been continuing to buy newspapers every day when he's been away?
0: Yes, but she's neglected it for a couple of days now. So she doesn't think that she she doesn't know what to do because her paycheck should be coming, but she's probably not going to get it at this point.
4: How how much does he pay you at a pizza?
0: I don't know. She pays him the, the standard going rate for a, for a, a maid.
4: I give her a hundred dollars. Was this enough? Oh, Is this what you dude. make?
0: Yeah, she says that's that's, that's twelve years' salary that you just
4: her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a guy to do this because I am not in touch.
0: I would think with that kind of money, you'd have a very good handle on what you pay people.
4: Um, I would think this guy is, like, what's, I tell the what, guy, and I pay someone to handle all that shit for me. So, what's your
0: accounting?
4: Uh, I don't think, actually, let's see. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at accounting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm terrible at it. 5%, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, you get somebody
4: else to do your accounting. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: you left him back at home. You left the house.
4: <laughs> I don't have a driver. I don't have a chauffeur. I don't have a bodyguard. I don't. Yeah, I am missing a whole crew of people that protect me from the outside world.
2: All
0: right. So, uh, unless you guys want to do something else this evening, now you you can go to bed and think about cattle mutilations.
4: Does she have the news? Any other newspapers? From, um, say, over the last uh, two weeks since he's been gone? She so she's been getting them.
0: Um, she has a couple, but she tends to throw them out. Um, there's nothing of any interest
4: in any of them. Okay. And does she read English? Um, enough to go shopping. Does she know of any interesting stories like this, cattle mutilation or disappearances that we may not have mentioned?
5: No. It also seems like it's been a long, an ongoing thing here, and this isn't just an isolated incident. Something to ask the uh, the sheriff about tomorrow, definitely. In this case, this. Rancher here seems really spooked. I mean going up, you know moving out immediately all going all the way to Portugal I mean that's I can I, I can understand you know, moving to another part of the state or maybe to Colorado or Something like that, but all to Portugal this guy. This guy seems like he Really came across something here to want to go to an extreme. Don't you think?
4: Out of pizza, do you got a guitar? I haven't played the guitar
0: in so long. Oh no, senor.
1: <laughs> Thank God. Oh,
2: I
4: heard this Jago Renard, Amazing. Amazing.
6: Joyce, have you ever played poker before?
2: I love poker. <laughs> I oh knew
6: that. <laughs>
0: So we'll roll to see who wins, and then we'll roll <laughs> how much money you you take him for.
1: Uh, it's just really it's easy luck, to Julius. Uh, hundred-sided dice. How we can all become for? millionaires on this trip. <laughs> I know that's something. All right.
4: Well, I uh, how much do you guys want to um, bet for? You know, I'm I'm in for five grand. Fuck it. You know, I'm I miss my cousin and I love him, and I gotta have my fun. You know, I gotta live too.
0: All right, well some you you spend an an interesting evening before you finally go to bed.
1: Sa- mm-hmm. Sam shakes his head and and goes out for his his usual two cigarettes uh, outdoors but he doesn't inhale as he's his uh, practice <laughs> and, goes, and goes to bed.
5: <laughs> All right. Sam! Get in there buddy.
0: <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. you sleep, the morning comes. Uh, we'll say it's about uh, s- 8 o'clock in the morning. You've all had breakfast. I Pete has given you breakfast. And what would you guys like to do?
2: I would like to
0: take some aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Have so they encountered the aspirin yet?
1: Put some. <laughs> um... Tom, make him make roll first aid. Tom, please.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or you can uh, roll Constitution.
4: (laughs) Just um, the times five or just a straight twenty.
0: Yeah, the times five percentage.
4: Gotta paint these stupid dice. Sorry. Yeah, that's
0: why I switched to white dice with black letters.
4: On. <laughs> it's the worst. I got a ball about, dude. It's so bad. It's like a nine or a three. I either made it or I didn't. Uh, it's a nine. I failed.
0: Okay. Um, you got a hangover. A pretty bad one.
2: Woo! All right.
0: Every time, every time Sam opens his mouth and talks, you got
6: to go. ah. Uh...
1: So we're looking at the uh, police uh, chief's office, yeah?
5: Sheriff's office, yes. That's where you're going to head? Let's start. Yeah, let's... I so,
2: yeah.
5: Well, I, I'd say let's try, try and cover some more ground there. Um, uh, Sam, why don't you and me go to the police chief? Why don't you guys check out the college, and then uh,
2: yeah, we I'm can take it from
4: Sam. there. Why don't we stick together? So Let's just stay together
1: today. Does that sound? Let's not. Let's not stick together. <laughs> yeah, I'm up for going for the. Play. No, I
5: only think. Su- yeah, I I only suggest uh, splitting up because that way we'll cover more ground here before lunchtime and uh, hopefully uh, get a better handle on things and you know, gives ourselves the afternoon to uh, go to uh, figure out where we're going to go to next.
4: Oh, we're good. Mm-hmm. Six in the morning. We got all day. Let's just stay together. Everybody will bring their shit to the table. Whatever you guys do, and um, I'll just pay for whatever you guys need.
0: And it's eight o'clock in the morning. You're you're still getting that. You're you're this in is the. Fucking time. watch, man.
4: <laughs> uh, I <hate> this watch. <laughs> I wind it back up.
0: Uh. All right. So to clarify, are you going to split up?
1: It, well, I mean, I'm I, looking I, to everyone, guys. Professors, professors, what do you want to do?
6: Um, I I could I could split up if you guys want. Um, if you think it, if it would save us time or whatever.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: Okay, so who's going where?
1: Okay. So okay so how, police how, office. Yeah, Harlow and myself to the police office. and the uh, I'm going to the
4: police office,
0: too. Okay, so the three of you are going to the police, and the other two are going to the library,
4: did you say? The college, I think. The college. The college. The college. Just college.
0: Okay.
6: I'll, I'll ask High before school. we leave, too. Um, was there anything in particular you think we should ask, or we're just looking for general information to see if the professor is here or not, right?
5: let's 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 start with generalities, and if we come up with a, anything specific we can uh we can uh, work it from there. okay, let's keep it simple for the time All being right.
0: All right, let's deal with uh, the library first or the, the I'm sorry the college first. Um, so you head over to the college and uh where do you go? what do you want to do? It's a small, small college. Probably all in one building.
3: Well, do so. they have a reception area there? Uh, perhaps just a main administration office?
0: Yeah, they would. So you go into the administration office. Yes, how can I help you? <laughs>
3: Hi there.
6: Uh,
3: my name is uh, Professor Haston, and uh, I'm in town from the University of. Um, New Mexico, Albuquerque. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, uh, I was trying to find out if one of our associates from the university has been in town, uh, perhaps doing some studies or uh, lecturing here in the school. Can you can you help me with that, or perhaps direct us to the right place?
0: Sure, I think I can help you with that. Um, what's what's your what's his what's your professor's name?
3: His name's Doctor Godfrey.
0: Doctor Godfrey. All right. Um. Um, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Let me go check the, the sign in records and stuff like that. So it takes her a few minutes. She comes back. Uh, I don't show any, uh, any professor Godfrey. Um, there's, uh, there's nobody teaching here by that name. No.
3: Okay. And you would have records if someone was just a guest on, uh, on your, uh, at your institution.
0: Well, they're supposed to sign in. They don't always sign in. But I don't see any signature on here for a miss- for a Professor Godfrey. Okay. What was he a professor of?
3: Psychology.
0: Oh. Um,
3: Do you have so someone here that specializes?
0: Yeah, we don't really have a psychology department here. You'd have to go to Albuquerque or something like that. Um, we're, we're too small for something that specialized.
3: Okay. I look at the, the others that are with me.
6: Yeah, I think it it was uh, an idea, but I don't think it's going to pan out. He wouldn't be a student, would he? I mean, maybe sitting on in another professor's lecture or something like that.
0: Well, there's always that possibility. I don't know.
6: There's no records of that.
0: Um, You mean like auditing a class? Uh, He would, once again, he'd probably still sign in. I don't know uh like i say what would he or did he have any other interests besides psychology
6: he was into the uh the native americans with the apaches
0: so like the history department we do have we do have a small history department a local history um uh that would be uh uh professor um (laughs) Uh, Professor w- William Klein. I believe he is uh, in his classrooms right now, probably teaching class.
6: I mean, it's up to you, Professor Gregory. I mean, we, we could go ask, but it doesn't sound like.
3: I, you know, I since we're here, I don't think it would there'd be any harm in us stopping in. Uh, perhaps we just wait a little bit till this class lets out, so we're not. A, uh, major disturbance to him. Do you? Do you uh, <laughs> I asked the lady here. Do you know when the, the the class lets out, or is there a timed break? Let
0: me check that for you.
3: Thank you for your help. Ten hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, his class is over at one thirty this afternoon.
3: Oh wow. Okay. Do they take a lunch break in there before that?
0: Uh, his class, uh, I think there is. He usually puts in like a fifteen minute um, bathroom break. Uh, but, uh, that's probably not for another hour or so. Okay.
3: Again, thank you for your help. And, and I tell the guys, Hey, I, I, I'm fine waiting for him to, you know, to take a break in like an hour. It, unless you feel that we should go in and just, you know, disrupt the class. But I think we might get more cooperation if we're being polite and uh, yeah, I, I playing his that. time frame.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you guys are waiting at the college. Uh, let's go to the sheriff's office. Uh, sheriff's office is a small, literally like, a, a small, like Andy Griffith small. Um, there's a couple of jail cells um, and just basically a, a desk. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, a, a man who looks like he's probably in his early 50s, uh, dressed in a uniform with a, a hat on um sitting behind a desk uh doesn't look like he's doing much um when you guys walk in he looks up and he says uh yeah gentlemen can i uh help you with something
4: uh yes hi i'm julian clayton uh, uh, and i kind of uh back off uh, uh.
0: Uh, are you okay mister
4: do uh, yeah. forgive
5: our compatriot here. He uh, had a rough night coming over. I'm mm. fine.
0: What can I do for you, gentlemen?
1: Well, um, Julius, Julius here has hired uh, myself to investigate a case, and the professor, our good professor here, Professor Harlow, uh, is also looking into a missing persons case. Um, you're a, you're a detective, uh, Professor Godfrey. Sure, sure. Yeah. Professor yes, Godfrey.
0: A, uh, that sounds really familiar. Is that the that's the professor that went missing last uh last month? Yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm a consultant with the uh, Albuquerque Police Department and I uh, was asked to help uh uh search for uh, the, the missing professor Godfrey. Well, I only
0: got a memo on that because um i think your your uh, Albuquerque police were trying to see if there was some sort of correlation between that and a couple of other people that have gone missing
5: mm mm-hmm. that's that's the reason why, why why I'm here
0: as far as i know there's 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 no correlation we we there nothing ever came up mm-hmm. um, uh you guys are continuing to look into this
5: yes we're yeah. we're actively investigating this at this at this time
0: because quite frankly at this point if uh if he hasn't been found then either he doesn't want to be found or the other alternative
5: well uh, if, in either case we we have been asked uh by multiple parties at least on professor Crawford's part to uh to uh, at least try and uh gain his whereabouts
0: well you're you're welcome you're welcome in to it I, because i've got other stuff to do
5: but um. Well, and since what, uh, Professor god, god godfrey uh uh disappeared under similar circumstances to our uh, friend here um, we uh we we figure that there may be some kind of connect connection between the two and that's what we're trying to look into
0: well I, actually there were three cases that we were looking at that, that they asked us to look into one was the Professor Godfrey, and the other was uh, a gentleman, Mr. David Lane, and the third was a young guy, uh, uh, Valela Pereira. Um, What can I do to help you, gentlemen?
1: Would we be able to look at some records or evidence or anything you've got on the case that we could maybe do some research?
0: We don't have any. What what sort of evidence? We don't we don't have any that we really couldn't find anything.
1: That were by
4: my cousin's window.
0: Oh, you're you're related to Mr. Lane.
4: I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm Mr. Julius Clayton Lane. Nice to meet you.
0: I see. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Sheriff uh, yeah. uh Sheriff Antonio Vega. Uh, he says, uh, well, he says, yeah, I think we took some pictures. Let me see if I can find the file. And uh, it's a fairly fresh file, so let's look through here. Um, apparently everybody in New Mexico has a Boston accent. Um, he, <laughs> says, uh, he says, well, yeah, here's, here's a picture. Um, so you can see distinctly in the picture uh, what look like three sets of footprints. One of them looks like a regular man's dress shoe. One of them is barefoot, and the other one is this boot with a distinctive cross shape in the heel.
2: Hmm.
5: Interesting.
4: Any idea about this pattern here? Is this a local cobbler doing this type of work?
0: Well, it's obviously like a pair of uh, fancy cowboy boots or something like that, but I've never seen anything with a pattern in the the heel like that hmm. um there were three suspects that were seen near Mr. Lane's house uh they appeared to be uh rather darkly uh darkly dressed um uh with uh dark hair and uh, green eyes according to uh, one witness uh and bad teeth she said um She uh he basically he gives you the the woman's uh testimony.
4: Um and were you able to confront these suspects or
2: we, find these We suspects? have no idea who they
0: are. This is this is long, long gone. Um uh the young guy who uh who disappeared, uh Joaquin Vallela Pereira. Uh we collected his things and uh uh, his things were uh uh collected about two days after the incident uh by uh his uncle uh Philip uh valela Pereira a uh, tall man looked like he was maybe in his late thirties uh dark hair green eyes
2: huh hmm.
4: Right. And
0: do you so have the uh, contact information? The uh, uncle. I have no idea. Uh, apparently he's uh, from uh, uh Castanegra. Castanegra. Yeah, you get a lot a of people
5: coming in from Castanegra? Uh kind not of really.
0: Around. There's a there's a bus that goes to Castanegra. Hmm. It's about 40 miles north of here up in the up in the hills uh in the uh the Hila uh, forest. Okay. It's a little bit green up there than it is down here. Uh, <laughs> indeed, but, uh, indeed. uh, yeah, he came and picked the stuff up. Uh, uh, quite honestly, he didn't seem that distressed. Uh, he seemed more angry than anything else.
5: So, uh, I- you get many people coming in from Castronegro, uh, here, uh, not- noteworthy families, um, people, uh, maybe uh, you know noted for disturbances and stuff
0: well no not really i mean we do get people coming in there as a bus so people come in maybe to shop and stuff like that uh uh valela Pereira, um uh diaz uh jimenez uh you get a lot of those same uh Uh, last names around here a lot of these little towns were founded by people a long time ago and uh, half of them are all uh, you know related to one another
2: Mm -hmm. mostly cattle ranchers
0: yeah cattle ranches and uh, and other things okay Okay. well well,
2: what sort of what sort of
5: other things Um, just kind of curious what would uh, be the big supporting uh, uh, factor to to a town like Castronegro for example Um, mining Mm -hmm. Or, uh, well there's or there's or silver mining. I don't know about
0: this there's no silver mining up in Castronegro um, on Scott I don't know um, mm. probably mostly ranches mm. in that area
5: is there, is, has this been kind of an isolated incident with uh, these gentlemen and and the kid disappearing um, has, has there been disappearances before? Um under similar well, circumstances
0: to, to of course, uh, you know, people have gone disappear. People disappear all the time from all over the place
5: Oh,
2: well, yes,
0: um most of the time. It's just the person's run off You know, they just don't want to mm-hmm. be found they've 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 decided they don't like their girlfriend or their wife or or whatever and they just skip town and, and Police can't do anything about that. It's not illegal
4: mm-hmm. What about uh walking's? Uncle Mr. Vega, do, do you have any information on him at all? He must have, he must ID him to get the stuff, right? right no, we're the...
0: we're not we're not as fancy as they are up in uh, in uh, Albuquerque. Um, uh, he obviously was a relative, uh, lots family resemblance. Mm-hmm.
4: Do you know if there's a family farm up in or or? A claim up in Castaneda.
0: There's farms all over the, all of this area. Yeah.
4: No, no, related to the is there a Vega claim? I guess is what I'm asking.
0: No, my name is Vega.
4: Oh. Uh what's Joaquin's name then?
0: Joaquin, Joaquin, and his uncle Philip uh, Pereira
4: Oh, i sorry, I got them mixed up. All these names.
0: You look like you had quite a – tied one on last night.
4: He he did. He Uh, did. Please do not involve in alcoholic beverages.
0: Well, nobody's going to stop you if you do.
1: Say, Sheriff, um, can I ask you something that might be completely unrelated? Of course. I I, I happened to read a story about – a whole bunch of cattle mutilations uh, between, I think it was about the 8th to the 19th of September.
0: To cattle butchers. Uh,
1: yeah. What, what is going on there? Do you know anything about that story? Well,
0: I don't know. It's kind of a, it's kind of one of those local legends, you know, who knows? Uh, cattle have uh, disappeared uh, from this area. I, I imagine that they d- disappear just like they do anywhere else. Um, although that is definitely that was quite an unusual thing, quite a quite a, an escalation in what we're used to.
1: Did you see any of the cattle, the, the slaughtered cattle?
0: Oh uh, yes, I did.
1: And what, yeah, what I, I went out there.
0: Um. Well, my. Something killed the cattle. My guess is that something killed the cattle and then, uh, you know, maybe uh, coyotes or uh, uh, wolves or something like that came out there and uh, just went for the soft body parts. That's usually what the what animals go for when they can, maybe vultures. Um, you're going to find those things all over the place. So I think it might have been a little oh. bit more exaggerated than the newspaper made it sound like. Uh, but, uh um it was it was pretty violent and weird. I, I don't know if Mr. Montoya had uh had pissed somebody off or not, but he didn't seem to think so.
1: Do you know what happened to that gentleman, Montoya? Uh,
0: I think that he moved somewhere like uh like uh where did you say Spain or
1: Portugal?
0: That's it, that's it, Portugal.
1: Huh.
5: So all these right. cow, cows had the had the same damage to them.
4: Well, it
0: didn't look at all ninety two of them, but yeah, more or less. You that leave an animal, you leave an animal dead out in a field for more than a, a day, and it's going to get picked picked by animals.
5: Well, that goes without saying. That's actually kind of one of my specialities. There is uh, is uh, what happens to uh, animals when they when they die. And such, which
4: um well, it a shame. It, to be- mm-hmm.
0: it was a shame that he uh, that that happened to him. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, he was, uh, you know, people need jobs, and uh, he probably supported quite a few uh, ranch hands. Uh, mm-hmm.
4: but, uh, you know who he sold his uh, farm to? I'm sorry. Do you know uh, who he sold his farm to? Well, I have no idea.
5: You know who we could talk to about that?
0: Well, I, I have no idea. Um,
5: like land assayers or uh, or a bank?
0: Well, um, there's a farmer's bank. Uh, I don't see I have no idea if he used or not. It's not really, uh, you know, it's not really my interest, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's a few other sheriffs in uh, in this county uh that have probably dealt with it more than i have since i'm here in uh, silver city right. um but uh you know, i got to warn you you know they're uh, they, uh, they, they, they are kind of locals they don't they they they're less uh, in, uh, less uh, congenial to uh, strangers than uh, than i am mm-hmm.
4: well you should be able to just go to your talk Town Hall. Uh, it's it's a, is it a county hall? Are you in the same county that this parcel land is in?
0: Yes. Yeah. So
4: yeah,
0: it's all one big old county over here.
4: So are all, the all great great transactions done that or, you know, does this town have a courthouse?
0: There is a courthouse, a small one. And so no, we don't have, we don't records. have a resident judge. The judge uh, comes when we need him. Yeah, there's probably records.
2: All right. Okay.
5: Just kinda of, kind of curious there, uh, Sheriff, if you don't mind me asking, uh, has anybody else come in to check out these cattle mutilations? Um, you know, from from uh, Albuquerque or otherwise?
0: Um nobody's asked me about them. Um and I was just hmm. like I said, marginally involved, uh, because uh uh, Mr. Montoya called me. Uh, I was just having to right. be like the low, the closest one. Uh, he could have just as easily called somebody from a, you know, Albuquerque. Most likely, you know, okay. this this whole whole cattle cattle mutilation thing I, that's been going on for years. And uh, uh, I think that the people in Albuquerque probably know more about it than I do.
2: Hmm.
4: Huh. Okay. So people have been cutting dicks off of cows for years. This is just a thing that happens on I mean?
0: Like I say, I'm not saying that people are doing anything like that. I'm saying that cattle die on the field and some animal comes and goes off to the soft body parts.
4: Oh. See, the article read is in, like, that was the, the how they were murdered was lack of genitalia.
2: <laughs> you
0: know, I, I heard one time as a case where there were a whole bunch of cattle on a hill, and a, a, a thunderstorm passed by and electrocuted nearly every cow in the field. So that could explain we didn't have any thunderstorms. So,
1: mm-hmm. Sheriff, I'm curious, has there been any? Go ahead, Ford.
5: Oh. I'm um, kind of curious, Sheriff. Has there been any other branchers who've had similar mutilations here to Mr. Montoya's situation, or has oh, it been exclusively yeah. a Oh yeah, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure they have been. Yeah, sure.
5: Would it be possible if we can get some information on some of them, so that maybe we could contact them and, and mm-hmm. get their story on that?
0: I'm not sure of anybody in particular. The county clerk might be
4: able to help us with that.
0: Well, there I I'm, I'm trying to think who might else have ranches out that direction. Um there's there's Marco Marco Monte Ma, Ma, Martinez Martinez. Um, mm-hmm. Marco Martinez. Um, he owns a pretty big mm-hmm. ranch out there uh, towards uh uh, uh um, hmm I'm sure I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure he's probably lost some cattle now and then It's not really that unusual gentlemen, I don't uh, uh, The the 92 head that uh, mr. Montoya lost that was a freak but uh, Mostly it's just one or two, you know that uh, die
1: Sheriff, I'm trying to get in touch with somebody. I pull out the envelope that I got back at David's house and show the address of the chapel in Castro Negro, and I ask him if he knows of the father or the chapel itself or any anything about it.
0: Oh, to be honest, I've never been out to Castro Negro. Uh, it's just a small little town. Um, uh, it's up in the up in the mount up in the the hills. Um, I'm, I'm, there's no doubt there's a church there. It was, I think the the town was probably originally settled by, settled by the Spanish. Back Stay before welcome. the United States.
1: I appreciate your time. Hmm. I kind of head out and have a smoke.
5: Okay. Thank do you very much. for you have a much, gun, gun shop
4: you. in town? I apologize. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, do you have a gun shop in town? Of
0: course we have a gun shop in town. It's oh, like I, 17 I, of them.
4: I <laughs> love this place. All right. <laughs> that we have
0: and we also have we also have a, a cowboy hat town uh, store and
4: <laughs> and maybe some boots of course i'm thinking outfit thank you i am i'm gonna fit in
5: um all right here's here's where we're going to be staying here and scroll it down um Anything else comes up, let, uh, let us know here, because we, we'd really like to see what we can to find our, our missing professor and the missing Mister Lane uh, as soon as possible. And if well, yeah, keep me informed come up with.
0: Come up with and, uh, and, and
5: good that luck we to you. will do. do you. That will we do, do do for you there too.
0: If I hear anything, I will give you a call. Thank you. All right. Are you guys going to meet up somewhere?
4: The gun shop. <laughs> guys want any new guns?
1: They like some guns. Go planting.
2: I'm right. fine. What about a hat? Maybe
4: some boots? If we're going to be here. We might as well put in, right? Go knock so, yourself
5: out.
0: But were the All two right. groups going to meet somewhere?
5: Probably a nearby diner.
0: Okay. So you guys are meeting at the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh What would you guys like to do?
1: Well, well, I, 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 I say crazy. to you guys, uh, the real definite lead that I can see in all of this is Castanegro I've got an address on an envelope, which is the name of the missing man, which. Uh, was in Dave, David's house. How David has a connection to that family, we don't know. Um, that uncle
4: seemed very similar to um, possibly one of the culprits that abducted uh, my cousin.
1: Definitely. Almost exactly. Description. Almost well, exactly. In,
2: if,
5: yeah, your was out... yeah. if your cousin was out here doing a uh what you're doing land buying and stuff i could see him going around talking with people and stuff maybe you wanted to try and uh uh pick up the uh the uh, montoya land there
4: i understand he's trying to be his own man and i don't think he's necessarily interested in what i'm interested in huh i don't really think uh i mean it's possible but he hasn't gotten a hold of me as far as the buying is mm-hmm. concerned. So I think he's doing his own thing out here. Kind of trying to be, you know, uh, you know how uh, sometimes before college, a kid will have a gap year. I do. You've heard of that, right? Yeah, he's oh, had about he's... 10 of those. So, yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing. So basically he's
5: just wandering around and uh, trying to find himself as it were. I
1: believe so i'm trying to remember professors did we know if professor godfrey was visiting any archaeological sites or anything like that with his interest in the native history
3: we, we didn't really find any hard clues that said what he was doing out here uh, we know he had godfrey. interests but yeah um uh,
0: professors go ahead and do an idea roll
3: Not even sure that you need to do. It. I rolled a five.
0: Okay. Well, do you know that if, if there was any kind of an archaeological site, he would have been extremely interested in looking at it because he loved American Indian history and stuff like that. Um, if any of you know a lot about uh, the area, you know that there are archaeological sites.
4: Oh. To be fair, we actually shouldn't be meeting up yet because the professors never talked to their contact in college.
6: I was going to ask about
0: that. Oh, that's right.
4: Yeah. They Sorry. were waiting, and then we swapped over the tops. Um, yeah.
0: All right, so you guys are going to meet Mr. William Klein. Um, uh, it's the 15-minute break. He's You see all of a sudden kids coming out of the classroom. And, uh, as the pretty
3: obvious obvious who he is then,
0: well, yeah, as, as you, you see a bunch of, of students come out and just a second after that, uh, you see an older gentleman with a beard, uh, uh, come out. He's got, uh, uh, like a, a file folder thing under his arm and, uh, you get the, because the, you guys are academics as well, he's probably heading to get a cup of coffee or something.
3: Oh, excuse me, uh, Professor Klein. Uh, yes. yes. My name's, uh, pro- uh, well, I'm a professor also uh, from up at the University of New Mexico, Albuquerque. Yes. Uh, I, I, I really um, appreciate if you could give me just a couple of moments of your time. I understand you've got a quick break here, but uh, we've had a colleague that's been in town recently, we just wanted to find out really quick from you if, by any chance, he had stopped in because he had a uh, a real intense interest in history and in archaeology, and wasn't okay. sure if perhaps a, a Dr. Godfrey had paid you a visit or came by any of your classes.
2: Uh,
0: Dr. Godfrey, that sounds really familiar. Yes, uh, uh, yeah. From uh, uh, walk with me, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I you Thank you. Um, yeah, he. Uh, it seems to me he showed up here. Oh, about a month and a half ago or so. Asked okay. me some questions about the Apache, um, about the, uh, the various archaeological digs in the area. Um, uh, and uh, I told him that there were some very interesting ones. Was, any,
3: was there anything that really stuck, stood out that seemed to grab his interest?
0: Well, let's see. Um, uh, probably the one that he was uh, fairly interested in. Uh, was just a second,
3: yeah. and I really appreciate your help. He he's uh not checked in with us recently. We are somewhat concerned, so we're hoping to perhaps go check some of the, the sites he might have re, you know, ventured out to.
0: Uh, the I, I, so one that he seemed most interested in was the uh, the cliff dwellings uh, out in the uh, Hila National Forest. Um, an interesting place. Uh, cave drawing, cave paintings. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, seemed like a rather, uh, rather, uh, energetic young man. Uh, uh, not that young, uh, uh, but, uh, very enthusiastic, very, very much interested in the, the local legends and, uh, and so forth of the uh, Apache.
3: Excellent. Did he attend some of your classes?
0: Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I think, I think quite honestly, he knew a lot more than I did.
3: <laughs> he was very interested or is very interested in the, uh, in the history of the area and of the cultures. Do you, did he ask you many questions about the, uh, the culture involved with uh, the, the area of the, 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 uh, the cliff dwellings and the paintings? Um, He had just some just interest just, in superstitions. Just general,
0: yeah, just general, general questions about the Apache Indians and, and some, some, some interesting questions about the Spanish that moved here and how their relationship uh between the, the, the two. Of course this was quite a wild area for a long time. Okay. You know. Up until well, up until maybe uh fifty years ago there were still tribes of uh dangerous American Indians that uh you know in this area
3: I kind of straightened my tie and <laughs> hope I don't come across as one of those dangerous Indians. The um I, I uh where, this, uh, where the Gila National Forest is, is that anywhere up near Castronegro?
0: I believe that the, the cave dwellings are on the way.
3: On the way? Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know if there's anywhere nearby that I could get information about those, that I might be able to uh, get some information about the sites and how to reach them?
0: Well, it's not really a tourist place. There's nothing touristy around here. Um, yeah.
3: Well, do you have current a... digs happening there? Oh, no, no, no.
0: Okay. Um, as I recall there, uh, uh, you'd want to take the main road and uh, there's a, a small turnoff, um, but it's a, it's a rough road. You'd have to probably walk most of the way up to the caves. Um, and if you continued on, on the original road, you'd end up in Castronegro.
3: Okay. Okay. Uh, I really appreciate your help. Of course.
0: Um, care for some coffee or?
3: Yeah, actually, I would love some before we go. Uh, uh, Professor Hisney, did you have any questions?
6: No, I think that you uh, covered it well. Yeah.
3: Great. Yeah, it it's certainly I make small talk with him and uh, take whatever time I can get with him and Okay. I'm sure when he goes back to class, we'll take off.
0: You get the impression that he is not a professor on par with uh, with Professor Godfrey. He's He's a professor, but he's a very tiny college. Okay. You know, He's probably not academically advanced enough to get at Albuquerque or someplace more prestigious, but he seems like a nice guy. All right, anything else? Now you're probably going to meet back up for your uh, your gun, boot, and cowboy hat uh, extravaganza.
4: Uh-uh. We're going local, sons.
0: <laughs> but the the, the the real question is why Julius gets. Gets a cowboy suit with a fringe that hangs down all over it.
4: Because it's amazing. That's why.
0: (laughs) It is amazing. (laughs) All right. So, what's your next
3: move going to be? Well, if we go back to that conversation we were kind of started there uh, at the table, I would mention uh, that Dr. Godfrey could have. been uh, out at these cliff dwellings that were on the way to castronego and kind of let them know the information that i gathered there uh, and how that was uh, relevant to his personal interests and tied to the local history including the natives and the spanish
1: well i think you said professor that uh the cliff dwellings are on the way to castronegro so we could yes. do a trip to, the, to that and then also check out the castronegro after that
4: What about David? Did uh, he ever go to the college? My cousin? You guys
5: guys ask about him?
6: We didn't. I I thought we were only asking about the professor. I thought uh, David was just a a dilaton. Yeah, like I said, there's
5: a lot of young ladies there, I'm sure. And the high school's there, too.
3: And we didn't ask around with the, uh, the enrolled student population. We we just spoke to administration and one of the professors on staff. That
5: might be the next uh, thing to go for, is to talk with students and stuff and see if, you know, even if he didn't involve himself with the student population, people do talk and there, you know, there's always connections.
4: So if I'm to understand this correctly, uh, we should have just stayed to fucking gather. That uh, am I incorrect in this, or
6: we save time?
5: <laughs> Actually, believe it or not, we have saved time.
0: Um, Julius, do us uh, an idea roll.
4: Now
0: 85. Okay. Never mind. All right. Well, gentlemen, come up with what, tell me what you're going to do next, what your next plans are, and then we'll probably end it there.
2: Mr. Steel, I'd
5: I'd... Up this or... hmm. Mr. Seal, how do you feel about the uh, sheriff there? I just wanted to get your take on him before we uh, make a plan
1: well i think he was a small town sheriff you know um and he was pre- pretty helpful i don't think he was holding anything back mm-hmm. i i don't really think uh, they're kind of equipped to sort things out the whole cattle story was you know just yeah, it's strange these things happen you know so
5: still i'd be very curious to check that personally check that out and like i said when more... Got the situation with uh, our missing people taken care of. That's something I'd like to I'd like to investigate.
4: Uh, uh, yeah, why don't I make that phone call and see if I can't find out if anybody was pushing pushing any pressure on any of those uh, land developers out there. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, I asked the secretary, uh, the secretary, the uh, waitress, uh, ma'am, you got a phone I can use? Um, sure. Thanks. Um, Preverage? let's
0: just let's just for the sake of time, we'll say that you. You get you get a hold of your contacts back east and they'll look into it for you it'll take Excellent. them some time to find out
4: okay, okay. like a couple of days uh, or a couple I no, don't know
0: for sure that's that's kind hmm. of cross-country finding information out is a little bit a little slower than uh,
4: <laughs> than what you think
0: okay so anything else you guys want to do or what what's your what's your plan for when we come back it's only. We'll say it's, well, let's say it's, uh, it's just about noon. We'll say it's noon on October. What is this? The third now? Or the second?
4: Well, why don't we head back to the school since it's noon? There's probably a lot of people not at class and we can kind of talk to the other side of the population.
5: I think that's a wise idea. And then, um, when we're done with that let's look into maybe taking a, uh, a bit of a recce out to uh the cliff dwellings and see what's going on there maybe uh go further to castro negro because that seems to be our next logical step for for getting information and if nothing else we can always come back here and ask people uh along the way like that i would like to eventually go to the assayers office find the assayers office the the uh County records, that sort of thing. But I think right now, uh, maybe we got a potential solid lead with the Cliff Dwellings and with um, Castro Negro. I think let's go out that way, unless anybody else has a better idea.
1: No, that's a good Yeah.
4: Uh, why don't the uh, librarians go to the Hall of Records and uh, follow up there while we go back to the school so we're not associated with each other? The professors to the Hall
3: of Records
4: yeah the co- like the, the, the courthouse would should have land records because it's a county courthouse so maybe you guys could go there and investigate maybe um, maybe you could find out even faster who purchased this land or you know see if there's some types of trends or something happening I, I'm not very great at digging through books but I bet you're amazing at
0: it. Okay. So that's our plan. Do that.
3: Yeah. And today I believe is October 3rd.
0: October 3rd. Okay. All right. Well, let's assume that's what you're going to do. And uh, we will pick this up again next week. Right. Uh, Our players included Ken Trench, Jeff Wilkins, Ford Fitch, uh, Jo- Joshua Morrow and Fred Carter with uh, yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Patrons of our show can now enjoy recordings of our pre and post game conversations when we first publish them. Some of the funniest and most interesting stuff occurs before and after the show. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments we love hearing from you. This is Tom Reilly, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.